You're listening to Up, the Union podcast. We're walking through Luther's teaching on the first commandment from his large catechism. In the final part today, Luther encourages us to reflect for ourselves where we stand with regard to this great first commandment. Let everyone seriously take this to heart, lest it be regarded as though a man had spoken it. For to you it is a question either of eternal blessing, happiness and salvation, or of eternal wrath, misery and woe. What more would you have or desire than that he so kindly promises to be yours with every blessing and to protect and help you in all need? But alas, here is the failure that the world believes nothing of this, nor regards it as God's word, because it sees that those who trust in God and not mammon suffer care and want, and the devil opposes and resists them, that they neither have money, favour, nor honour, and besides can scarcely support life. While on the other hand those who serve mammon have power, favour, honour, possessions, and every comfort in the eyes of the world. For this reason, these words must be grasped as being directed against such appearances, and we must consider that they do not lie or deceive, but must come true. Reflect for yourself, or make inquiry and tell me. Those who have employed all their care and diligence to accumulate great possessions and wealth, what have they finally attained? You will find that they have wasted their toil and labour, or even though they have amassed great treasures, They've been dispersed and scattered, so that they themselves have never found happiness in their wealth, and afterwards never reached the third generation. Instances of this you will find plenty in all histories, also in the memory of aged and experienced people. Only observe and ponder them. Saul was a great king, chosen of God and a godly man, but when he was established on his throne, he let his heart decline from God and put his trust in his crown and power, he had to perish with all that he had, so that none even of his children remained. David, on the other hand, was a poor, despised man, hunted down and chased, so that he nowhere felt secure in his life, yet he had to remain in spite of Saul, and became king. For these words had yet to abide and come true, since God cannot lie or deceive. Only let not the devil and the world deceive you with their show, which indeed remains for a time, but is finally nothing. Let us then well learn the first commandment, that we may see how God will tolerate no presumption nor any trust in any other object, and how he requires nothing higher of us than confidence from the heart for everything good so that we may proceed right and straightforward and use all the blessings which God gives, no farther than as a shoemaker uses his needle, awl and thread for work, and then lays them aside, or as a traveller uses an inn and food in his bed only for temporal necessity, each one in his station, according to God's order, and without allowing any of these things to be our food or idol. Let this suffice with respect to the first commandment, which we have had to explain at length, since it is of chief importance because, as before said, where the heart is rightly disposed towards God 
and this commandment is observed, all the others follow. Mm -hmm.